17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. So let's start with J.K. Dobbins. Obviously, that's the biggest blow. J.K., we talked about him numerous times think, thinking that he was going to have a phenomenal 2023 campaign only for it to be short-lived. Um, this is the biggest blow to this Ravens offense in terms of lo- the longevity of the situation. But they do have options. The Ravens did promote Melvin Gordon from the practice squad. So it looks like right now it's going to be Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, Melvin Gordon. I've seen a lot of people talk about maybe them being in the running for Jonathan Taylor sweepstakes. What are your thoughts on that, Cordell? I mean, be great. <laughs> I mean, if they were to go. Well, you think it'll happen, I think is my better question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's just not the route that I envision the Ravens taking. Uh, they're already trying to cut corners as it is. Jonathan Taylor yep. is looking for more money, and he's looking to, you know, reset the market. Um, the Ravens aren't looking to do any of that right now. And we asked John Harbaugh that on Monday, you know, not not specifically about Jonathan Taylor, but whether or not they felt like they would go outside the organization to get a running back. And he said he felt like they they wouldn't. You know, he he likes the guys that they have. Now, granted, that's an Eric DaCosta question. John Harbaugh can say that, but ultimately, um, Eric DaCosta is the one that's in, in charge of roster management. So if DaCosta feels as though maybe it's not Jonathan Taylor, but if DaCosta feels like the run th- that there's a running back that's better than what they have, including Melvin Gordon, then sure, you know, uh, he would do that. But I do think that they're going to kind of ride with what they have right now. I mean, they trust Justice Hill. They trust Gus Edwards. Um, Melvin Gordon is a vet. They're going to bring him from the Pactor squad. Keaton Mitchell still on his roster after four. He's, he's out for the first four weeks. Not saying that he is going to be a part of their plans, just he's another option if they need to see what somebody else looks like. So I, I think, they're going to go with what they have. And at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson still allows you to have some sort of running game. Um, So it'll be a fall off because that's just what happens when you lose your best running back. I said this when JK was holding in, you know, I thought that the run game could still sustain and I still believe that, but it will be a drop off with Dobbins not on the field. I completely agree. I mean, obviously he is a huge um part of what they do in the run game and he will be missed but I do think that they are set up to have good replacements I mean we Gus Edwards still is there I am a fan of Justice Hill um, so I would like to see him get more time as well and like you already mentioned Keaton Mitchell obviously made the roster Um, we loved what we saw from him in preseason we won't see any action from him until week five but you know ultimately you know Melvin Gordon you hope can be the first rounder that he used to be in terms of short-term replacement until Keaton Mitchell can find a way to get involved in this offense. Um, The next one is Marcus Williams, um, who is going to be out for quite some time. He missed last year starting early in the season um, due to an injury, and now we're starting that all over again. Uh, Apparently he has a pectoral injury, and they don't expect him to Missed the entire season, but I do not know what that means. I mean, does that just mean that he might make the playoffs if they if they advance? Do they think he'll be back during the regular season? 
I just don't know. Yeah, uh, that that's the big question. I mean, this is a guy that we missed what ten games last year um, uh, due to that wrist injury that he had, and now in the second year he's going to miss a lot of time uh, with this pec injury, and it's not ideal. Um, and look, he stayed out there after the injury. He 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 finished that series, and John Harbaugh said he made a couple of good plays. Um, but it's a big loss. It's a big loss. I mean, he's a big money free agent. You think about it on the financial side, how much of a loss it's been the last two years, but also just what type of loss it is on the field. I thought that Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton, that duo, could be just as good of a safety duo as uh, Roquan and Patrick Queen are as a linebacker duo. So I, I, that's, that's definitely a, a big time loss because you lose your center fielder. You lose a guy that has probably the best range on your team. Um, and Geno Stone can fill in admirably, but he's not going to give you the same impact that Marcus Williams will. Um, we'll see if Kyle, if they kind of play it the way they did last year and still have Kyle Hamilton being a lot of that hybrid guy or, if Kyle Hamilton would end up being the, the deep guy, because he's got the best, I, I think he now has the best range back there for their safety. They still have Daryl Worley. We'll see how much. Well, right now they can't even afford to move Brandon Stevens back to safety. Nope. He has to, he has to stay at corner. So um, yeah, I mean, yep. it, it puts them in a tight spot. It's a, it's, it's a shame that every injury they sustain on Sunday were key injuries. Yeah. Um, but that's just the way it goes. It really is. And we heard, Eric, uh, you know, John Harper, Eric DaCosta mentioned that they have some outside options. Whatever that means, we'll find out if that is something that they explore. Um, but apparently, you know, they they're working on how to fill those gaps until he comes. The ones that are less severe um, are Lindenbaum and Ronnie Stanley week to week. Um, Lindenbaum, I believe, was an ankle injury. And Ronnie Stanley was a knee injury. Um, a, a lot of people were optimistic about Ronnie Stanley because you saw him um, celebrating with David Ajabo after his strip sack fumble on Sunday's game. So he looked fine. Um, Lindenbaum got rolled up, as we know. And uh, Coach Harbaugh said that they would be week to week. So um, I don't, I don't want to be over optimistic because obviously those two are very important players to this offensive line who, by the way, struggled on Sunday. And I think that that's something that we can acknowledge. Um, that being said, I don't know what the combo that they're going to use, but we know that McCarry, Patrick McCarry can play center. Um, they might bring up Mustafa, who was on the practice squad as well. Um, but Daniel Fa'a'alele has done work and I thought played pretty well when he was put in at left tackle last year so while you miss those two guys because they are very important guys to this football team I do think that from a depth perspective here they're not as bad off as say the safety position with Marcus Williams yeah I mean they definitely got some bodies that they can go to um, we saw Patrick McCarry go in at left tackle on Sunday when Ronnie went out, and I asked yeah. John Harbaugh on Monday if that was the plan going forward, and he said it would be. So McCarry will go to that left tackle, okay. and I would, and that would mean Sam Mustafer, like you said, will will 
be the guy as the as the center. And it's going to be a difference. Like like you also said, they they struggled on Sunday with the starters, with them all out there. It, it's going to be a difference. Um, I'm curious to see how much of a difference because the offense really was not in rhythm at all for the most part of that game. And I think it started with the offensive line struggling. Um, Absolutely. So if that's going to be the case going forward and you also don't have your starting running back, uh, (laughs) we're assuming Mark Andrews will be out there Sunday, but we don't know, you know, we don't know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't bode well for an offense that's now going to Cincinnati to play a team that looked about as bad as they ever will this past Sunday. That's not, I don't think that's the Cincinnati team you're going to get back to back weeks. Um, so yeah, it's, you it's don't not ideal. Know, though, I want to interrupt you because remember, the Bengals did start the season 0 3 last year. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. And, and look, their defensive line is good as well as what we saw last week in the Texans game. And it's very possible that we underestimated the Texans, particularly on defense, because we really don't know what they were going to do. They have a new head coach. They have some new players over there, particularly Will Anderson, who appears to be the real deal. So it's very possible that we just underestimated what this defensive line was going to do. In addition to the Ravens not having preseason snaps, whether or not you believe that to be a thing, they didn't, right? Mm -hmm. And then they still, and they have a new piece at left guard with Simpson. So they didn't have like a lot of gelling that they were doing, you know, in preseason. So it was very possible that that was rust and that the fact that we underestimated the the 